Welcome to the Industry.Fashion's In Conversation podcast, where we invite you to tune in to the stories of some of fashion's most inspirational leaders. From the history of their careers to their current priorities for their businesses and advice for their fellow fashion friends, these conversations cover it all. The In Conversation series is staged in proud partnership with Klarna. Jack Zambakidis was always entrepreneurial. From a young age, he started a cleaning business a vintage clothing business and an electronics business, all of which failed. However, he went on to create LS Personal Shopper using the overdraft from his student loan. And within 18 months, he managed to develop a business with a turnover exceeding 5 million per year, achieving 10 times growth over lockdown. His clients include young Premier League footballers currently on duty with England for the Euros, including Mason Mount, Declan Rice and Rhys James. There's also England cricketer Sam Curran, Towie star Georgia Kusulu, and Love Island favourite Laura Lou Crane. LS Personal Shopper is an online retail collective which procures the rarest and most limited edition clothes, watches and accessories and more from some of the world's most sought-after brands, including Alexander McQueen, Nike, Adidas, Balenciaga, Louis Vuitton, Chanel and many more. He currently operates an appointment-only showroom from Cobham near Chelsea Football Ground's training ground, but the demand has been so overwhelming he's already lining up his next site, possibly in Knightsbridge, and it's not uncommon for his clients to spend up to £10,000. He joins us during a busy day in the office to tell us about his journey so far. If we kick it off, I mean, if you want to tell me a little bit about how you got started with Personal Shopper. I've always been a bit of a wheeler dealer, always been trying to buy and sell. I, I remember I used to have to work for my in my local football club for about £6 an hour. And then I soon figured that I could earn, earn probably the same as the days where it's just flipping or buying and selling something to someone I knew or, or something like that. So I, I've always been been doing things like that. And then I just sort of got into trainers. Just um, The resale market basically just started to develop probably when I was about 13, 14. So a lot of shoes you could go out. Uh, you could enter raffles for, you could queue up and get them and then and then make a tasty profit on. Even if it was £100, it seemed seemed better to me to work that way for £100 and then go spend two days at a, a local f- uh, football club making bacon butty. So it all started, started really there. And then it was only when I was at university where I sort of thought, right, I'm going to give this a good go. Uh, had a, quite a lot of free time, as a lot of people do at university. And then... Um, I managed to just set up a website and an Instagram page, not really thinking too much of it. I was just a bit bored at the time. And then I was sitting in a cafe with my friend about a week later and it popped up on my PayPal. So like, I can't remember the name, but he, he'd sent me £270. And I was thinking, not got a clue what that's all about. And I opened it up and someone had bought off my website. And then from that moment, I was, I was pretty hooked. Uh, and I just haven't looked back. And then the business has developed quite a lot and that's that was about three years ago uh but it's only in the last probably 18 months 12 months where we've seen some really really good growth so to put that into perspective you're now 25 is that right i'm 24 24 now 24 okay yeah. but you actually kicked it off um using the overdraft from your um student loan is that correct yeah that that is correct so like like a lot of students you just um <laughs> you're not really thinking about too far ahead and you're spending a lot of your money on on 
probably things you shouldn't. Uh, but yeah, just sort of put put some money into it, and then it it all just started luckily exploding. So you've grown from your, just yourself to you've now presumably got a team. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's five of us involved in the business now. Yeah, yeah. And when was that sort of breakthrough moment when you? I, I gather that Mason Mount, the footballer, was your your first sort of main man. Yeah, yeah. He he was he was my first sort of big client along with uh, Tom Kearney, who plays for Fulham, and they both they were local lads to me, and I got introduced to them, and then they've been shopping with me since. But yeah, they definitely helped the breakthrough and people like them that they were very genuine but they did they did go out their way to help me putting me in touch with other people and obviously it massively helps on on the social media side of things because they've got such a large following uh and how, if you could just explain to me how it works because obviously there's the website side of the business yeah where... yeah so it is a it is a bit if, if you if you were just looking in it's hard to fully understand but basically how i try to explain it is there's two main sides of the business so the first is just the website where we sell to sort of the average person, the person who's buying one thing a month, maybe treating themselves when it comes around to Christmas, maybe buying a few gifts. And they're typically just buying through the website. Uh, they just get sort of a, a, a good sort of normal service. But then we also have quite a few private clients. And these are the people who might spend a good few thousands each month. Uh, buying more regularly maybe they have more holidays to go on they've got outfits to prepare for events then those are the clients we deal with almost on a day-to-day basis and they're almost friends now Um, and we're more actively searching for the latest things to put on them and we're maybe sourcing them in harder to get items okay so how how does it work with with the brands i mean you go to the brands and say i've got these clients yeah so so, talk product yeah 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 so course we can so we get a lot of the rare trainers which people are so that we've because i've been doing it so long i'm luckily quite well connected in the market so i'm able to get access to a lot of the good shoes like i could show you our stock room we've just got tons of tons of night jordans tons of yeezys um which we actively stock and then more of the designer stuff just through connections as well we're able but the thing is is where we're spending large sums of money uh we are working quite closely with these brands just because we're, we're spending putting such large volume through the tills that they're actively offering as the latest product i see i see so that's kind of spiral so i mean you've got other i mean you've got the likes of uh, alexander mcqueen balenciaga burberry chanel cp company the, the list goes on gucci how i see the market which is quite interesting is i think there was this big move from retail to e-commerce and people were becoming more actively they were willing basically to buy these at 500 a thousand pound shoes online which sort of before it'd be more of a trip you'd go up maybe to the selvages to the harrods the harvey nicks for the day try them on and, and buy them but now people are uh, it's almost normal now to spend 500 pounds on your trainers or a thousand pounds people were more willing to buy these things online but i think what we're missing with that which is where businesses like my own come in is that personal element so people clients of ours we know what size they'll need in particular shoes so they don't have to order them online and then send them back we know that they might like an oversized shirt with a tight collar um so we can suggest certain brands which will fit them well in depending on their on the brand season so that's sort of where i feel like the the market's going and why we've sort of seen good growth and i think people still want that personal element when they're they are shopping which e-commerce is trying to give you but it, it just can't without speaking to a person so you think you've sort of hit a gap in the market, would you say? 
Yeah, definitely. And I think what we're doing is is like the market is growing massively. First of all, the, the sneaker market is is going absolutely nuts, and brands like Nike are almost feeding it. They're they're holding back supply on these these trainers deliberately because they could produce more if they wanted to, but they're making these limited. They're making people want them. They, they're hoping the resale value is going to go through the roof because it just builds a good name around their brand. We're sort of aiding that, being able to give those shoes to the people who want them, uh, as well as obviously being able to sell them to designer items which are also desired. So when did you actually move into the apparel side? Because you were originally called Limited Sneakers, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Now it's, now it's LS Personal Shopper. Yeah, correct. So we um we first started probably we were getting a lot of requests of as you just said it was just called Limited Sneakers. I was just selling just trainers out of my um university bedroom, and then I started getting a lot more people were wanting obviously Balenciaga then clothes Amiri Off-White I was getting loads more requests and I just it was it was really bugging me that the name didn't really resemble what I was selling so um we did we did rebrand so it was probably about two years ago where we fully started to 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 sell a lot more clothes actively um and then from there it is just a key part of our business so we've got our our showroom and people will come down and maybe we'll have the minute fear of god essentials so they can try on these rare clothes as well with these trainers which they're picking off the wall so we sort of that that sort of wholesome experience whereas i know a lot of people now heading into london uh if you're famous you're probably going to get photoed you've got a park somewhere which is difficult at the best of times in central london now uh when you're trying on your d square jeans you can't take them over to balenciaga when you want to take a hoodies you can't try it all on together so it's i feel like we're we're sort of accommodating that gap where there is demand uh, clearly so you put together a certain look or you bring in certain pieces for certain individuals you, who yeah 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 definitely so we, we had someone actually come in this morning who's heading off to dubai uh for the foreseeable future he just wanted a few clothes so we'll order we'll order in if we don't have it in stock specific, if there's swim areas after, basically put him together a catalogue of clothes, which we'll send over via WhatsApp typically. He can come in, try on what he wants, uh, he takes, and what he doesn't, uh, it's, it's not a problem at all. So then we try off of that sort of seamless experience where it can all be done quick and easy if they want it. If they want to come chill out here, have a few drinks, play a bit of FIFA, we can do that as well. So we're trying to just offer that. I think it's the, the next level of shopping, if I'm honest, especially for these for the for the VIP, I don't hate that VIP, but for these people who are particularly, they, they have to be careful about being in the public eye. Uh, it's just probably a better shopping experience. Sure. And, you know, since the sort of Mason Mount first days, you've had a bit of a, a bounce in terms of other footballers coming on board. I mean, you've had, um, is it Declan Rice, Reese James? I mean, all these guys are with the England squad for the Euros right now. Are they are they wanting wanting kit to wear around the yeah the camp, yeah camp. yeah luck, luckily the um the big names of the footballers have like what words spread quite well uh, and I think we're we're very fair we we offer them good prices a good service so hopefully they are they're, they're pleased with everything their side um, but yeah luckily words word does spread and they are obviously all into their clothes yeah sure and then you've got the likes of chunks who's uh, got something like 1.8 million followers on his youtube channel is that right yeah 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 he he kindly bought he's bought a few things from us now yeah and he was um that's some kind of reach a, yeah 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 exactly that these these guys do have some sort of reach which, which does 
de- definitely help us out. So um, we're only grateful for when they return the favour and putting something on their social. And you've now got some women coming on board as, as clients, haven't you? You've got uh, Georgia Kusulu, is that the TOWIE star? Yeah, yeah, correct. correct. And Laura Lucrane, Love Island's Laura Lucrane. Yeah, yeah, that those people have yeah have shot with us um, over our time, and I think like like I've just sort of said, we are sort of filling that gap that a lot of people, almost everyone, wants the rare. They want the, the things you can't just go in and buy off the shelf. Uh, and we luckily can provide that service of getting them to them, and hopefully at a fair price. Sure. So, how does it work with the brands? Do you actually pay the wholesale price, and then you take? Unfortunately, not unfortunately unfortunately not so a lot of the items we we source in request just from where well, we work with various other people who maybe have access to the items um we are buying the items at a discount so we typically are selling at rrp uh but we don't have the full value which i know that the wholesale boys have but they obviously have to buy in full seasons and buy in a lot uh, larger quantities than we are yeah, because you're very much dealing with specific pieces at specific times. Yeah, correct. That's exactly it. So we're not we're not buying seasonally. Uh, we're just buying specific pieces for our clients. And what what are the kind of real desirable pieces at the moment? Generally, that people are looking looking at. Or, yeah, we're or selling. We're, yeah, we're selling a huge amount of Palm Angels. Balenciaga has always been a winner for us. Um, it's amazing. I remember when the Speed Sock first came out. It probably was three years ago. I remember everyone was looking at it, maybe even four years ago, everyone was looking at it going, what's that? But that shoe has absolutely changed the game. Uh, people are still still, still buying it to this day. Off-White has always been a great seller for us. It's very much that sort of like footballer brand. Uh, Palm Angels as well, which is also very similar. And then at the minute, I think mainly spiked because of the Last Dance documentary, which came out over lockdown of Michael Jordan. But the Jordan market here in the UK is we're always a bit behind America in a lot of things. And I think this is one of them as well. The market here is just going absolutely crazy for them. So there's a, there's a lot of Jordan releases, which people are after. And it's one of those things where if you are a collector, you feel like you need almost every color. So. Sure. And I guess uh, in terms of, I mean, people buy these products, maybe wear them once and maybe resell them even at a profit themselves. Yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly it. So <laughs> I actually had a call uh, this morning with a good friend of mine who's been buying off me. He bought a bear, pair of, uh, they're called Travis Scott Jordan 1 Low. So they're, they're, they look similar to a dunk. And I think he gave me £500 for them the best part of a year ago. And he, he just rang me saying, well, I've never actually got around to wearing these. And I actually bid him back 800 to buy them back off him. So he, he's bought wow. the shoes to wear uh, and he's earned himself a nice, he, he hasn't ended up wearing them. He's earned himself a nice 300 quid. So like I said, the market, uh, the, the demand is increasing. And if you can imagine that maybe every day someone's putting a pair of these on and walking outside, so there's one less new pair uh, that basically supply and demand it's only going to drive the price up and it's a bit different to the watch market where people are people people do buy used clothes or or, or shoes but it's not the same as, as the new market where people a lot of people do want that box fresh pair even if they are putting them on foot sure and i, I hear you've uh, you've managed to develop a business worth a turnover exceeding five million a year and ten times, uh, ten times the growth during lockdown. Is that right? Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's that's we are uh, on track for 
five million turnover this year, which is which is truly incredible. Where we are dealing high value items, it does obviously spike that figure and make it seem hugely impressive. Where our, where our margin obviously is only a percentage of that. Um, but yeah, I remember when lockdown came into play, I was thinking, oh, here we go, because I just signed the lease for our our showroom and put down a, a lumpy deposit. And I was thinking, oh, here we go. No one's going to be allowed to go on, uh, come in. What, what are we going to do? But then our online business just went absolutely crazy. I'm sure similar to a lot of, of other e-commerce businesses where we, we just couldn't keep up with the demand, to be honest, where we've just been trying to keep buying stock at, at such a rate. Obviously, I've had to hire quite a few new team, team members, just their package orders, uh, source items, all of, the, all of these things. It's, it's, it's been a crazy 18 months. So you think people must be must have been bored and just shopping online the whole time? And I guess your client base had money, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. We we, we were when, when truth be told, when furlough came in, people were probably receiving the same money on their phone a lot more, uh, but without the expense of eating out, without the expense of uh, paying for travel. Uh, so people had spare cash who were who were spending, and then and luckily, like you just said, the other side of these these people who uh, the, the rich were still rich. Um, they, they still had money around them and they equally probably were bored at home wanting wanting some new stuff. So we luckily were able to capitalise it on as a business and it feels bad saying it, but lockdown has actually done us, uh, it's probably it's probably put us two, three years ahead of where we, where we should be. Amazing. How's it been since coming out of lockdown? Yeah, since coming out, we've, we've luckily, we had a, we had an incredible Christmas. Uh, we've luckily been able to stay at that level. Uh, we had a really good spike a couple months ago. I think where people were, this whole lockdown was coming to end. Everyone was probably going to the pub, going out, wanted some nice new clothes. And it's the same every year now this week, but the, the first week, I'm, I don't know whether other e-commerce or online businesses find it, but the first week where the sun comes out, everyone's just piling outside and not on their phones as much. So we see a slight declining of conversion rate in our web traffic this week. Um, but it'll be back to normal next week. And I'm hoping once a few more countries go on the, the green list, we'll see a lot more holiday orders come into play. Now it's time to hear a bit more about our partners, Klarna. Klarna let customers pay up to 30 days later or in three installments at thousands of online stores such as ASOS, River Island, Michael Kors, Made.com, and many more. Find out more at Klarna.com. So, I mean, what would be the most outlandish standout piece that maybe one of your clients has gone for for, for big money? Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. We've sold a good few pairs of these. Um, they're called uh, the Night Travis, uh, the Jordan 1 Travis Scott High. So it's a similar shoe to what I was talking about before, but they've actually been customised with snakeskins. So they're done by a big customiser in the US uh, called Shoe Surgeon. They're in the region of, of £3,000. We've sold a, a good few pairs of them and Obviously, that's quite a significant amount for a trainer, but for a collector, it seems like a good deal. Um, and then we've sold off various like Louis Vuitton jackets, which can be up to maybe three, four thousand pounds. But yeah, just various items now. But I think the brands are the ones who are starting to realise that. Like just since I've been doing it, I've noticed the same shoes. For example, like an Alexander McQueen it feels like. Every six months, they're bumping up their price 20, 30 pounds. So I think the brands are, are also capitalizing on this feeling that it's just become normal now to spend that amount on a pair of shoes. And I think the people, uh, 
people always want the latest stuff, especially when it comes down to designer. The designer community is just, is just growing massively. Sure. And is there anyone in particular who would you rank up there as one of your most stylish customers? It's a, it's a good question. Uh, Tom Kearney's been shopping with me for years and he's definitely got, um, he's into his nice stuff. And Mason Mount, he's, if you've probably seen, he's, he's really sort of changed his style maybe in the last, last year, but he's, he's wearing some really nice pieces and he puts together a lot of nice outfits himself. But the footballer fashion's always, they all wear quite similar things, but we've got several personal clients who, who aren't big names at all, who are just massively into their stuff. And if you saw them out, you'd think oh, they do look very good. And how do you kind of promote your your business aside from obviously the word of mouth? Do you have any? Have you done any um, any interviews? Maybe have you been on Soccer AM even? I don't know. No, unfortunately not myself. I only put my face to the to the business about six months ago. To be honest, I used to just keep it uh, quite private. But I think there was an, an ongoing demand that people just sort of want to see who's behind who's behind it, and also just adds a, a good level of, of trustworthiness. Um, but we, we do run quite a significant amount of, of marketing. We have a good marketing budget each month. We, we obviously uh, heavy on emails, but yeah, we, we I try run it like a like a, a strong e-commerce business, and it is the side of the business where I am trying to put a lot of pressure on, uh, just because obviously it can operate at, throughout the night, it can operate all day every day without too much pressure. Whereas when you're dealing with private clients, it's very much I mean you're always working. You're it, it's Monday through to Sunday. You're always on your phone trying to trying to do deals, trying to source items. So, which uh, we're, we're growing both levels of the business in, in in a good rate. So I can't complain at all with with either side. But yeah, luckily it's going really well. I guess for you, it's about building trust, building relationships with your personal clients. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I think part of the reason why we've been able to grow is. Uh, we very very rarely lose a client because we try not to be beaten on price and, and then and service is, is something we really do try pride ourselves on uh so we try and make it so there's no reason to go elsewhere effectively so i think that's how we've been able to grow particularly as we keep we keep luckily we can pick up new clients almost every day uh and they just sort of grow that pool of customers who we are trying to look after and i think i do i am aware that once we start having having more and more clients on our books we will have to start employing more people to look after them to make sure they they get the service we we try to deliver but that's not a problem so at the moment is it uh, is it really down to you personally to you know when you meet up with the likes of uh, mason mount declan rice reese jane yeah we've got a, a team member of ours woody uh who joined the business about three four months ago and he's he's been excellent so he's actually uh, an ex-footballer himself, and he's massively into fashion, so he's been able to advise them very well uh, on what sort of stuff they might want to buy. He knows knows a few of them very well, so he he knows what what stuff they're into. I think. Who did he used to play for? Uh, I think he was at the academy at Chelsea and Fulham. Yeah, yeah. So then he he played to a good level, but he understands what sort of stuff these guys are going to want. So he he particularly looks after quite a few of the private clients, along with myself, of people I've built up. And then the, the other areas of the business we tick off is obviously just the, the fulfillment and organising of stock uh, and then the sourcing of product and the buying. And then obviously the website as a whole is, is, a, is a job in its own for someone else. I guess some clients are easier to deal with than others or are some are more picky than others? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I think a lot of people who do, for example, what, what we do, they don't accept any exchanges or returns. 
Um, but we're, we always try to go above and beyond for our clients. So if someone did actually order something in, uh, they wanted sourced, I would, I would rather take a loss on it than have them unhappy. Maybe they've spent a few thousand pounds on an item and it doesn't fit. I'd never expect anyone to keep it because I know if I was in their shoes, um, I'd be absolutely livid. So we do obviously, everyone's particular and myself included. Um, most of, most of these items, I'm more bothered about how they fit on me. I think our clients are the same. So they might see something really nice, which looks online, but if they, they order it in and the, and the fit's not okay, I don't obviously expect them to take it. Um, but yeah, I think, like, like I said, we just try to pride ourselves on service. And I think that's something as we do grow the business, I, I am keen to keep it uh, top of mind because I think that's where we're seeing our, our business grow is just through that customer attention. Yeah. So, that, I mean, leading on really to, you know, what is the next stage to grow the business? To, is there, have you got like a five plan or anything? Yeah, like I, do, that? I, I do have, I do have, a, I do have a, a good plan, which obviously is constantly changing uh, all the time. It's the online side of business. Is just incredible because you can double your business revenue almost month on month without obviously having too much infrastructure. Uh, I'd I'd like to start opening stores probably at the tail end of this year or early end of next year. So uh, these stores will probably be predominantly selling trainers because I think there's just huge demand where you can't go into a JD Sports and buy these rare Jordans and rare Dunks. I think there's huge demand for it in the sector. Um, but the, the long-term plan is, is clear in my head, but I'd, I'd like not to reveal too much. Sure, but you are actually talking about physical stores. Yeah, 100%. I'd like to like to start opening stores and then keep having private showrooms maybe for our more exclusive clients. But I, that's definitely an idea. So if, if we had somewhere in central London, we could always have a private element of the store where they could come in, uh, maybe, maybe park around the back somewhere and make it sort of an exclusive experience. Whereabouts in London are you based? Uh, we currently we run out of what I like to call a secret location. Unfortunately, I can't <laughs> can't reveal that. But we're we're sort of in between where central London and around Cobham area, where quite a few of the the footballers are based. It's where Chelsea Training Ground uh, is, and it's where where I grew up. So I'm familiar with the area quite well, uh, and it worked quite well being able to find the the right unit for us. Are you a Chelsea fan yourself? Yeah, I am luckily. So um. So it's a bit weird how it's all, all sort of come on its head going and watching these these guys. I've had season tickets at Stamford Bridge since I was about six and then kindly can call some of the some of these players friends. Uh but I see a lot of similarities in traits, like a lot of these players who have reached the top, they're they're very hard working, they're very driven, uh they are focused on being the best they can be, and it's basically at the the time where I am with our business. Um so we do have a lot of relatable elements with them and I think that's part of the reason why we have a good friendship and uh you're looking forward to the euro starting this friday yeah yeah massively massively we've all been talking about it in the office for a while now um luckily like you said we've got a few players in the team who are, who are buying from us but I just think with the squad we've got I really do hope we we, we reach far in the tournament England the England side I feel I don't feel like I, I know everyone says this every every tournament but I think we've got an extremely strong side uh, a lot of players are on form, so I'm just wishing wishing the best for the team, to be honest. So what do you reckon on their chances? I reckon they have a chance. I reckon they've got a chance. Well, I guess they'll be having to wear official official kit as, a, as, as opposed to the uh, the kit they get from you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they, they've all been uh, a bit quiet for the meantime because they're away at the minute. They're not in their, in their homes. And obviously, they're isolating, uh, making sure the virus doesn't come into camp or anything. 
Um, but yeah, I wish them all the best. And I think they they are all just really focused on trying to get a result. I know it's a big a big thing for a lot of them playing for their country. So head head down and, and focusing on football for a while. But keep that phone going and uh, ordering from you yeah, during yeah. the uh, <laughs> yeah exactly during the process. Exactly. exactly. Fingers crossed. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Industry.Fashions In Conversation podcast. If ever you want to be there in person, visit our website at theindustry.fashion and sign up for our newsletter to be the first to know about future events. Thanks for listening. Thanks again to our partners, Klarna. Keep an eye out for our next episode. Out for our next episode. Out for-